friends. Thank you for tuning in to episode 11 of Pondering Purple. This is technically the third increment of a series on transition, but it's also a standalone episode that I believe holds really important information for any stage of a TCK's life. These are mindsets I wish I'd been aware of when I was muddling through my early years. And since we tend to like top 10 lists, I figured I'd format this episode in bite-sized bits of information, the kind we can easily process and implement if we choose to. Hey, if it's good enough for the Ten Commandments, it's good enough for MK Mindsets too, right? Here's why I think this list is so important, because implementing these mindsets early will help to lessen some of the complicated tensions MKs need to live with by virtue of growing up between worlds, and also because these basic mindsets can smooth over some of the complicating factors that often make transitions so much harder than it needs to be. Note that this is a list of I will statements. We need to be proactive and intentional about mindsets if we're going to shape them into something useful for our future. If you'd like to remember these 10 points more easily, go to the blog post associated with this episode. It's linked in the show notes, and you'll find a downloadable graphic there of these 10 mindsets that you can tuck into your journal, hang on your fridge, or post on your bathroom mirror. So, let's get to it, shall we? This is the top 10 most valuable mindsets for MKs and TCKs. Number one, I will believe that I am not weird, but complex. It's a refrain I've heard from young and old in my work with third culture kids for decades. But here's the thing, saying that I'm weird implies a sort of terminal condition, No one will ever understand me, right? Complex hints that with time and awareness, others will begin to figure us out. Has a global upbringing made us a bit more complicated than others? Absolutely. But it's not an insurmountable thing for those who love us enough to seek to understand us. You can actually begin by sending the people who love you and don't quite get you to episode number one of this podcast. It's called The Five C's That Define MKs, and it's a really great place to start to begin to understand TCK complexity. Number two, I will recognize that I am not special. I am fortunate. Calling ourselves special, though it sometimes feels like we are, implies superiority. Yet those extraordinary aspects of our lives that have shaped us are usually not something we've earned or chosen. We are MKs and TCKs because our parents made the decision to go overseas as missionaries or in other lines of work. That makes us fortunate, blessed, not better than others. Special can yield arrogance. Privileged is more likely to yield a humble gratitude— The latter is so much more attractive and inclusive, isn't it? Number three, I will allow myself to fail, both publicly and privately. One of the greatest challenges MK's experience is the pressure to live up to the expectations of people for whom missionaries kid implies a deeper faith, better behavior, wiser choices, and flawless living. 
If we let those standards guide us in even a subconscious way, we set ourselves up for a lifetime of disappointing others and ourselves. Accepting the fact that we'll fail and actually fessing up to it when we do, it's good and healthy. Don't let those shoulds force you into a crippling kind of failure phobia. Number four, I will stay connected in some way to my other cultures. When juggling so many cultural influences, it sometimes seems easier to simplify our lives by distancing ourselves from some of those places in order to just live in this one. It's an understandable and natural inclination. The problem is that much of the richness of our multicultural background comes from being able to draw on the entirety of our life experiences. It's precisely because we juggle so many cultures that we have so much to offer in our worldview, our global understanding, our adaptability, and so many other areas. It would be tragic to lose the depth and wealth of our background for the sake of a more simple identity. Staying connected in some small way to past worlds, whether through people or media or traditions or all of the above, it allows us to retain the treasures they've instilled in us. Number five. I will apply the same curiosity, exploration, and acceptance to my passport culture that I apply to foreign cultures. As MKs, one of our greatest strengths is being able to insert ourselves into new places with inquisitiveness, grace, and tolerance. Those skills often fly out the window when we consider our own passport culture. As I mentioned in the last episode, if we were stranded in a remote tribal village somewhere, we'd enter with the open-mindedness, sense of adventure, and forgiveness that are some of our most prized traits. But returning, quote-unquote, home? Not a chance. Think of how different our re-entry experience would be if we applied those same skills to returning to this passport culture of ours. It's worth a try right? Mindset number six, I will be versatile in my relationship building methods. As MKs, we do friendships in an uncommon way. And actually, you'll need to look back at episode five of this podcast for a deep dive into that topic. We're often quick and intense as we enter into relationships, aware that time is limited and comfortable sharing rapidly on an intimate level because of that. Monoculturals tend to approach friendship differently, letting the deepening take a slower, more casual route. It may take longer and initially seem shallow, but there's a good chance we'll achieve meaningful relationship with our less global peers if we're patient enough to see it through. Dismissing people early because they don't dive deep fast enough for us can eliminate true friendships before they have a chance to prove themselves. I promise you from my own experience that it's worth trying a different approach. Number seven, I will use my experiences to enrich and not diminish others. It's a nasty little habit we sometimes have. Nothing entertains MKs more than celebrating the stupidity of those less fortunate than us. 
Our stomping grounds are the stuff of fantasy to most monocultural people. We've seen more and experienced more than they can even imagine. Yet rather than being grateful for our blessings, we sometimes lord them over the less fortunate. Here's the thing, though. We're in a unique position to bring the worlds we've known to those who will never get to witness them for themselves. So let's commit to kindly and humbly expanding their horizons at an appropriate time out of relationship with them, rather than mocking, humiliating, or belittling them. 8. I will strive to distinguish between human failure and God's character. There's no denying it. Many of us carry around wounds and scars from our years overseas. Some of us have been neglected, abused, or afflicted by illness. We've seen death and famine. We've been harmed by the poor decisions of those who were supposed to care for us. It's easy to blame God for the scars. Trust me, I did so for many years. Yet so much of the violence and injustice we've suffered is the direct result of human mistakes and cruelty, of life in broken bodies in a fallen world. God grieves over the actions and circumstances that harm us. Blaming Him will only deprive us of the powerful healing only His comfort can afford us. It took me decades to work through my theology on pain and grief— Decades I spent seeing God as the inflictor of my turmoil rather than as my comforter. I could go on about this for hours, but that's for another episode. For now, I just urge you to try and see the distinction between human failure and God's character. Number nine, I will choose to exercise gratitude, but I won't ignore the hardships. The hardships are real. They influence our thinking and our outlook, our serenity and our faith. We must acknowledge and confront them in order to heal from them. But as we're in that process, balancing the pain with an intentional focus on what we have to be grateful for can be perspective-enhancing and life-altering. And number 10, I will acknowledge that being an MK alone won't get me through life. Having an intimate, trusting relationship with God will. Sometimes we get so caught up in our MK identity that we think it's the only thing that defines us. It becomes the most meaningful and foundational aspect of our lives, and we can make the mistake of assuming it's all we need because we think it's all we are. But we're so much more. And though our multicultural skills might be tremendous assets to be prized and celebrated, when life becomes treacherous and dark, they'll be of little help. Only an active, intimate, and dependent relationship with Jesus will carry us through the trials that are inevitable and unskirtable as we live life in a broken world. His love and presence are inexpressibly precious— the most meaningful and foundational gifts we've been given. And that's it, the 10 most valuable mindsets for MKs and TCKs to embrace. You may have noticed this. They're stated as intentional verbs. 
believe, recognize, allow, stay, apply, be, use, strive, choose, acknowledge. The shift in our way of thinking won't just happen organically. It will anchor itself to our behavior and worldview as we invest determination and focus, altering harmful habits by implementing practices that will enhance our own lives and those of others. Repeat these mindsets like a mantra every morning if that helps. Pick out the ones that are the most challenging for you and remind yourself of them throughout the day when you feel your attitude shifting. Or have someone hold you accountable if you see one that really requires a village to help you to apply it. The first step is awareness. The second most important one is action. If you're currently living through a significant transition, I want you to know that I'm rooting for you. Go back and review the last two episodes just to track your progress, and then come back to these mindsets even on days when it feels like you don't have the bandwidth for it. What we bring to transition is as important as what we encounter in transition. I am praying every day for those of you who are in the messy middle of it right now. Thank you, friends, for tuning in today again. Please don't hesitate to contact me if you have something to add or a question to ask. My contact information is in the episode notes. And if you know someone who might benefit from these 10 mindsets, go ahead and share this episode or the article it's taken from with them. Wherever you are, whatever state of transition you're in, I pray as I send this episode into the world that you will reach for courage, strive for humility, and sense God near as you enter new places. Thank you for listening.